Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to The Daily Thread. Nachi Gordon here with my father, and we are back at you with another show. Um, let's, let's discuss what's going on in the world a little bit. You know, the other day there was a bunch of debates that took place for the governor's race. One that, you know, especially caught headlines was the one that took place in Pennsylvania between John Fetterman and Dr. Oz, uh, John Fetterman being the Democrat, right. Mehmet Oz being the Republican. That's a, that's and a, that's a race. That's a race for the Senate. Now. Not uh, oh, not my bad. Okay. No, no. That, that's the race okay. for the Senate. That's what I'm here. I'm here to correct you. Yep. Amongst other I'm here things. To, yeah. You, and you're here to correct yes. me, right? Sometimes, sometimes. Um, and it's a very, very close race. But the reason why the media has been all over that race is that John Fetterman, unfortunately, had a stroke just five months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, many did not think that he'd be able to continue this race. But his team has put him back on there. Um it's a decision that's being praised by many and it's a decision that's being criticized by many. And we'll show a video and you can decide what you think. To clarify something, you're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Uh, I, I I do support fracking, and I don't I don't I support fracking, and I stand and I do support fracking. And the issue isn't whether or not he was in support of fracking or not in support of fracking. The the issue is that he's not able to really get a sentence out coherently, and it's not his fault. You know, you look at many people who had a stroke five months ago. Right. They, they're in they're in rehab. They're trying to rehab their their injury, but he's on a debate stage in front of thousands of people. What do you think about the situation? You know, my question about John Fetterman, having watched him for the last few weeks, uh, my, my question about him is, um, even before the stroke, how did a guy like that become lieutenant governor uh, of Connecticut, you know, um, or Pennsylvania, I mean? How did he become lieutenant governor of, of Pennsylvania? Um, I mean, forget about his politics that I don't agree with, and I don't think you agree with uh, either, supporting uh, Bernie Sanders in the last election, you know, um, and, and there's 50,000 people work in the uh, in the fracking business, in the oil business in Pennsylvania. And then, like you just showed in the in the video, he uh, he comes on in one sentence says that he's uh, for fracking and against fracking in, in the same sentence, and doesn't even realize that there's anything wrong with with what he said. Um, so uh, why? Well, I don't really again. To me, it's not it's not the issue of, of the politics because I think politicians all the time you get you could get a video of every single politician that once said one thing and then on a different point said a different thing. I think but the it, issue here not, in this specific race is it, not as politics. In the same in the same sentence on the same day. No, no, no. Yeah, Joe Biden says things and then the White House corrects it the next day. But in the same sentence to say you're for something and against something, that's just that's no just I, stunning. I, I think what's obvious here is that. He's he's recovering from a stroke, right? And you're right. And he should probably be, shouldn't. He should be in rehab, not on a, not on a debate stage. I don't know whose decision it is to throw him out there and say, "Hey, you know what? Just go for it." But it's not fair to him. And you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not somebody that I'm not particularly fond of of Mehmet Oz of Doctor Oz. Mm-hmm. I don't why think not? he's super likable. Well, I don't know. Well, I just don't think he's likable. Um, I don't. I don't see why not. The popular personality. He was uh, on TV for many years. Uh, he's a medical doctor, uh, as you know. I think he said that he's a surgeon. 
um, who's accomplished uh, great things. Is he the best candidate they could have found in Pennsylvania? Um, I don't know. I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's likable. But that's not. I mean, that's that's the least of the issues at hand. The the main issue at hand is that um, he, John Fetterman was he had a stroke before the primaries, meaning before he was nominated. Like the the people who voted him to to go and run against Dr. Oz knew that he he had had a stroke, and the question really becomes: Is he fit to serve office? Now, the way that his team and many Democrats are 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 kind of taking control of this story is that they are saying how commendable it is, and how how uh, courageous and how amazing it is that someone who had a stroke just five months ago has the vulnerability. And and the and and the resilience to get on that debate stage and and ultimately fall flat on his face in a way because he couldn't okay. really get a sentence out. But I when, since when has it become something that's commendable to be recovering from a major medical episode in the public eye? I, I feel bad for him. I wish him speedy recovery, but he should be recovering. He should not be putting his his life at risk in a high stress uh, election race. Rush, let me say two things about that now. Uh, first of all, I don't know what the technical uh, aspect of it is, since maybe he was on the ballot already and there would have been a legal problem removing him from the ballot. Maybe he would have had to stay on the ballot anyway, and they put up an additional candidate. One candidate would have probably, uh, you know, uh, taken votes away from the other candidate, and then they would have handed the election to the Republicans. So there may be a legal technical reason why, even though why at that point he had to be on the ballot, no matter whether he, you know, sometimes people have died in a in, in a campaign from natural causes, and they have to be on the ballot anyway because at a certain date the ballots just got to go as go as is, and it's very difficult to uh, to replace somebody. Um, now, secondarily, and we we try let me try to move this. The everyone everyone's shocked and stunned by that performance that uh, Fetterman presented the other night. But, you know, there's something else going on here. We have a president of the United States that's barely functional. You know, he didn't, he, and believe me. I don't, I don't, no, 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 I don't he, know if that, that's, he, the, that's, Yaki, he, he, he was being interviewed last week and he fell asleep in the middle of an interview on TV. Uh, and, and he says things constantly that are not true. He, he talks about legislation that was passed that was never even voted on. And it's and you know what? And things are going pretty good for the Democrats in Washington. So they figure they have a president like that. They could probably work with a senator like that too. They maybe even warn someone that can that's not functional. Of course, then they could they could they could they could run him. That's the way I see it. Interesting. It's an interesting take. Well, that's, um, I'm, here, again, I'm the, here to give you interesting stuff. Otherwise, you know, I could lose my true. job. That's true. You got to be very careful about that. We don't want to get you canceled. Speaking of people getting canceled, I know we, we said that we're not really going to speak about this much further, yeah. but it just keeps getting worse for Kanye West. Every single day, it gets worse for him. His net worth went from the billionaire status to just $400 million in one day. He lost over $2 billion in one day. Yeah. And the recent, the, the recent uh, story that's happening with Kanye West is obviously Adidas dropped him as, as – um, Someone who they collabed with on the favorite, the famous sneaker Yeezys, Yeezys which they yeah. made over two billion dollars on. On, um, but a tweet here by Tristan Snell says, after Adidas dropped Kanye West, he showed up today at the LA office of a new another shoe company. 
unannounced and uninvited with a film crew. He was escorted out. Which company did he show up at? He showed up at Skechers. Yes, okay. this really happened. The funny part of that story is that Skechers is owned by and oh. operated by a Jewish family by okay. Rob Greenberg. Yeah. The Jewish family. So <laughs> yeah. Kanye West is completely off the rails. Um, I think, to be honest, your take originally on the Kanye West thing is someone that we've getting a lot of feedback. Our, our inbox is full of emails of people saying that they're questioning your take on you, what you originally had of Kanye West just being misinformed and he's not going to create any new anti-Semites. Do you think that you're going to still stand by that opinion at this point? Well, you know, uh, he, 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 he self-proclaimed one of the smartest. He's proclaimed himself as the smartest uh, African-American man in the country and the wealthiest. I don't know if any of that is true. Obviously, his business acumen shows that uh, it's it's very wanting. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But another, uh, uh, are you avoiding it? I think you're no, avoiding I'm, I'm the question. Avoiding, no, I'm, I'm not avoiding it. I'm trying. We have a lot of time, so I'm trying to fill all the time. So you're speaking I, like a politician. I'll get to it in a second. Well, it's that time of year. But listen, <laughs> the real question is the real the, the real question is why didn't take Adidas two weeks from the time that he made these anti-Semitic remarks? To can him. I think one second. I, I think we can get to that in a second. I think that first we need to address your original opinion on Kanye West and see if that is still the one that stands. Uh, let, let me tell you. Let, let, so let, let me make something perfectly clear. I don't know anything about Kanye West, okay? I never heard of Wheezy's until about, I don't know, a week and a half ago. And then. Uh, they're Yeezy's, not Wheezy's. Yeezy? I told you I didn't know anything about it. You know, I don't know anything about yeah. Yeezy's. I don't know what the attraction is to it. I saw a picture of some of the shoes this morning online for the first time. I think they're ugly. I don't know what the uh, uh, attraction to the to the whole thing is. Is he a dangerous? Uh, is he an anti-Semite? Is he a dangerous anti-Semite? Yes, he has great influence, and he has to be stopped. And I think that you know it's very interesting. This is all happening the week of Pashas Noach because the world was very. Why did God God just created the world? Okay, a lot of years passed, but um, but he um, he decided he has to w- wash away. And destroy most of what he has what he has created. The pastor says that the world was full of corruption. Kanye West, his brain is corrupted. He's a corrupted person, and he doesn't have to be swept away in a flood of boiling water, or God forbid, lose his life, his life, or endanger his life in any way, shape, or form. But he's being cleansed by being stripped of all his money, by most of his money. I, That's quite a cleansing. I get. You are one heck of a politician, I'm and not, I'm just going to keep I, hammering I, I, it home. I'm not running for anything. There is, a, there is another tweet. Dash Dabrowski knew the Holocaust Museum of L.A. offered Kanye West a private tour, hoping it would change his views. Kanye turned down their invitation, and he said Planned Parenthood, which an abortion clinic, was his Holocaust Museum. Now, the L.A. Holocaust Museum is being flooded with anti-Semitic messages and threats. I ask you, you had said a few days ago that Kanye West is not going to create any new anti-Semites. But it sure, is, it sure does seem that he is bringing out a lot of new anti-Semites. I don't, you see, I'm not defending them, but uh, I think you're being, you're being very liberal with labeling, giving people too much credit to, to label them in. You have to know something. You have to. You have to do know you stand? Yeah. Do you stand? Oh, no, no, don't don't ask questions like that. You have to. You have to understand why. What, you have to know something in order to be an anti-Semite. You have to know a little history. You can't just wake up. I don't. I don't think so. Say, I don't know, think I so. That's like not true. Today, it doesn't. It that doesn't is that not way. true. I saw that is not true. Where did I see? I saw Kanye West in an interview uh, yesterday, 
where he said he can't be anti-Semitic. He said, because he's a Jew. He said he's a Jew. I disagree with you. I disagree. I, I don't di think that. I, I disagree with him, too. I don't think he's Jewish. But he thinks I know, that but I disagree with him, but I disagree with I disagree with you right now because you're saying that you need to be educated on the entire history of the Jewish people in order to be anti-Semite. And, 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 and that's the case that nobody's anti-Semite because there's very few people that have a full grasp of the history of the Jewish people and then show hatred for the Jewish people. So there's no anti-Semites in the world. And all these hate crimes are not are not charged by anti-Semitism. They're just people doing crazy things. Come on. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's I think that's a cop out. I don't think that's I don't think that's the right way to think of things. And I think that's a danger to, to not label these people as anti-Semites. Rashi says somewhere that quotes Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, I think it is. He says it's a halacha esav sona liyakov. Non-Jews hate Jews. That's part of the DNA of the world. That's just the well, way it is. I, I don't know. And, that's, that's, and and you're right. You're right about one thing. Inviting him to the Holocaust Museum in LA is not changing anything. And then it's trying to, you're trying, to, it's like, I, I like to use an example of, you go to Niagara Falls and you're trying to, you want to see how can I make the falls flow up instead of down? It can flow up. It flows down. It's too forceful. And unfortunately, it's the same thing with anti-Semitism. It's too forceful. You can't reverse course by inviting someone to take a tour of a Holocaust museum, that they don't have the mental faculties or the cerebral power to absorb the message and change anything. So I agree with you. Okay. The, the you agree, okay? Uh, you you really you, you really did a nice little uh, circle around that. <laughs> no, I don't know. Why, I don't know. Why, you, why do you again, want, I got why, why like you I want, said. Why do you I'm, want to maneuver me? Why do you want to maneuver me into agreeing with anti-Semites? I'm, not, I'm not maneuvering you to agree with anti-Semites. What you I want to do you, is I'm, you I'm don't give up. I am. I no. I. I am I am here working for the people, and I have an inbox full of emails in front of me that are questioning the opinion that you had that Kanye West is not going to create any new anti-Semites. He doesn't know. He's not an anti-Semite. He's not smart enough to be an anti-Semite. And I'm asking you, given to the amount of times that he has doubled down and he's gone on many podcasts and he's saying the crazy things that he's saying and doing the things that he's doing, yeah. I'm asking you if you still hold the same opinion that you held not a few days ago. That's the key word. You answer your own question. The key word is crazy. He's crazy. Oh my god. That's the key word. That's the key word. He's crazy. So uh, there's no go, crazy anti-Semites. I think every you, every anti-Semite is crazy. Nahi, if you if you walk, if, let's say you anybody who hates somebody because of their race or their religion is crazy. Let's say it could be. Let's say you go into a uh, uh, let's say you go into a mental hospital. A mental hospital, okay, where people that are, are mentally and emotionally disturbed, and one of them hits you or spits at you, are you going to fight them back? You're going to beat up this person? You're not going to beat them up. They're there because they're So now you're calling him mentally disturbed. You said he's crazy. What is crazy? Crazy is a mental disturbance. Crazy is not just a word people throw around about. You know, uh, you're right. Everybody says about almost everybody else that they're crazy. He did something crazy. He looked crazy. He's acting crazy. It's the the root. The word has been you know completely diluted of it and stripped of its meaning. But this guy is nuts. Nuts has also been overused. So it's hard to find the proper characterization for the guy. But the guy is not playing with a full deck. That's been used a lot too. Uh, but it's hard to find the the the, the exact <laughs> appropriate appropriate. But we're on the same side. What? I want you to know. I I, I think I, we're on the same side, and the side is very large. I think we're on opposite sides of the side. 
You want like you your want, North Pole you, and South Pole. You want me to be on the other side, but I'm not. But I'm just no. I'm, I don't want I'm you to looking. be on the other side. God forbid. I want you, you, Abba. You had you had said you had stated your opinion yeah, a few yeah. days ago. At the time, I disagreed with it, and I still disagree with it. I think you didn't take it seriously. I think you just you shoo shoot it. And at the end of the day, you know what? Someone mentioned me this morning when I was walking to the office. Kanye yeah. West had sixty had sixty thousand people yeah. vote for him. For yeah. for president when he ran okay. in 2020, number one, he has too many people following him in order to say the things that he's saying. We're spending too much time on this, um, and um, uh, I, I, the only thing I question, I, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at uh, a much bigger picture than you are. I'm saying that the, if he has 18 million people, half of which are probably fake, so let's say he has nine million people <laughs> following him. Let's say he has nine, you know, the, the robots. You know, you have to click when you join a. Uh, uh, an app or something, you have to click that you're not a robot. And it's very simple to say, I am not a robot. So let's say the half of them are robots, let's say, or whatever they call them, bots or whatever. Well, well it was just when Elon Musk made the bid for Twitter, it wasn't half. It was what, 10%, 5%? It was high. It was high. It was high. But let's say he has 10 million followers. You know, what is the quality of these people that are following a nut to begin with it does not matter it does not matter it does it, not matter there the, you know why the result, you know why it doesn't matter you know why it doesn't matter because daryl brooks is crazy and the people right. who did the shootings in and uvalde is crazy and every single like it doesn't matter they're 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 having an effect in society and if you have somebody that is going to spread such hate and use their platform to spread such hate they're causing Chaos well, what for, would you, for for us. What would you like to see done with him? They they they. Well, they I, no. I, well, what is, what is being done is what I like to see done. He's being deep. He's being deplatformed. I'm generally not a fan of canceling, but he's totally being canceled. And uh, I think you could just say rest in peace, Kanye West. I think we're going to see the last of him in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Moving on, Elon Musk looks yeah. like he's finally getting the deal done. With Twitter, uh, Elon Musk walked into Twitter headquarters the other day holding a sink, right. and I think he sort of to tell people to let this sink in. Right. Uh, Elon Musk is <laughs> a, is, is he's quite a the funny character. Guy. He's a funny guy. But what does this mean? What does this mean for one of the biggest social media platforms in the world? Well, it's the biggest nightmare for the Democrat uh, Democratic Party in the United States because they've been a- able to get away with what they've been getting away with for the last two years because. Uh, they've been suppressing information with the help of uh, big tech, uh, especially including uh, Twitter. Can you imagine when President Trump was still president of the United States, Twitter, which is the um, the forum where most people in the world uh, can communicate, where you have uh, uh, the Ayatollahs in, um, in, uh, in Iran and the terrorists in Hamas in Gaza are on Twitter. They weren't banned from Twitter. But Donald Trump was banned from Twitter. What Elon Musk wants to do is just bring back freedom of speech, which is our First Amendment, which is the probably – and it's number one amendment because it is the most important thing that Americans have. Can you say one nice thing about the Democratic Party? Could I say one nice thing about the Democratic Party as a whole? The way it's run today, it's very – I have to think about it for a day or two. I'll say – I'll say there's some Democrats that are being swept along with the rest of the party. But you're going to see, if you know, if you if you don't understand what truth is, or if you haven't seen it with your own eyes, wait till after uh, November eighth, and if the Republicans are definitely going to win the House of Representatives, 
and hopefully they'll win the majority in the Senate. And when that happens, you're going to see a whole slew of Democrats changing their opinions and their ways and the things they say. You're going to see Chuba like you never saw it before. We'll see about that. Another story that has come across our desk over here is the concerning story out of Russia that one of uh, an executive official, part of the Russian government, mm-hmm. called Chabad a cult and labeled them as a terrorist organization. Uh, Rivera Lazar issued a scathing response to that, calling for accountability for those comments. But I think that's like the first time that a government called Chabad a cult and like a terrorist organization. The success of Chabad the last 25 years in, in that area of the world is um, essentially their personal relationship between Rabbi Lazar and a few other shluchim, of course, and Vladimir Putin. Um, what put motivation? He got older. People say that he might be ill uh, and he wants to reclaim the Russian empire before his days are over. That's why this, we have a situation right. that we have. Now, if a guy, uh, a, a, a middle-level uh, operative like this guy, whatever his name was, I think his name was Pavlov or something, when he says that Chabad is like a cult, first of all, he was talking about the desatanization of the Ukraine, okay? Uh, you know, Russia is claiming they're trying to clean Ukraine of, of, of anti-Semitism, of, of, of Nazism. Uh, so as long as he was naming groups, he also named Chabad. I hate to say this, but I don't think he knew what he was talking about. A lot of people in the world draw conclusions based on the smallest, most minimal amount of information. People have no time to study anything. They have no time for research. They want to get to the conclusion and say what it is, even though they know nothing about it. And that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But it's all, okay. it's, all, it's all over. It's in, it's in, everyone, it's in everyday life. It's been a heavy episode today so far, but on a lighter on a lighter topic, there is a report that the future iPhones, the future Apple products, are all going to be using C chargers, okay. which people have been asking, people have been begging for. C chargers are chargers that are used for are are used for Macs and for Androids. It's a charger that's sort of like universally accepted okay. on many devices, and iPhones have been using this this charger that is just used for iPhones for many years. Mm -hmm. And now they are supposedly in the future going to be using C chargers. So, uh, that's, I think that's light. That's pretty light. Okay. Now what about the length of time of the charge? You know, I have a 12, uh, I have a 14 that Uh, I, that I, a gvir like you should have an iPhone 14. Uh, I'm not a gvir. I'm sitting here doing this with you. So what kind of gvir am I? I don't own the Milwaukee bucks or, or the Detroit Pistons, but um, yeah. I have a 14 that you think was delivered waiting for me at home. Uh, but I have an iPad too that has a different charger than my iPhone. You know, it's if, all. I mean, like, if, it's yeah, a good if, business model. You got to yeah, people got to buy new chargers. If I'm trying to charge my phone with the thing I have plugged into the wall for my iPad, it doesn't go. You know, when I got here, I had to start figuring out. Uh, I rented a car. I have to figure out how am I going to charge the phone in the car. I got to have, oh, and then you have the, what's it called? UBS? The, the, uh, USB? US, oh, I'm sorry. U, UBS is a, is a uh, investment. An arena. <laughs> UBS, <laughs> UBS arena. Fund. Yeah. <laughs> you, the USB comes in different sizes too. You have to make sure you get a card yeah. that fits a UBS, USB size. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very You know, it's complex. also something I noticed, something I noticed before we started is that you kept calling your AirPods iPods. 
And it's something um, that I think I, the older generation, you know, I have people come over to me uh, when, when they want to compliment me on, me on the Meaningful People podcast. And they say to me, oh, I love, I, I love the, your, your iPod. They think iPod is everything. Like iPod is like the universal term for AirPods, for a podcast. Oh, I love your iPod. And I just nod and I say, yes, thank you so much. What's with the word iPod? For you guys, you know, you know, no, first of all, I don't think you're right. I think I said uh, iPod. <laughs> you said iPod. No, no you did not. So. You said i You said iPods. Should we <laughs> should we roll a tape? No, not you can roll. You can roll a tape. But if if I <laughs> if I misspoke, I misspoke. But I know it's iPods. <laughs> but I want you to know, as you know, I'm publishing the Five Town Jewish Times for 23 years now. I would say the last five years or so, the first five years, people said to me, "Oh, I read your article every week in the Jewish Press." You know. It, really, it, it is what it, people people have their own problems and they're distracted and they yeah. have their own things they're focused on. They can't focus on whether they're listening to you on their AirPods or their iPods, or if there is such. I a hear thing. you. To wrap up this episode, let's go ahead and dive into the email box of the Daily yes. Thread at meaningfulminute.org, and we have a topic suggestion here. Now, okay. I, I I just. I just glanced at this email and we have a few of them here, but we're going to do one today and I'm going to just warn you to tread lightly on this topic. Okay. The email goes as follows. Hi, thank you for the wonderful work that you do for Claudia Searle. I live in Lakewood. Okay. I'm married to a learning boy in BMG. Okay. Recently I attended a gathering for Nishaya Diraya Torah in Lakewood. Okay. They presented a beautiful music video, which was recently posted on Baruch Levine's Instagram and received a lot of negative comments. I Baruch Shem really enjoy my lifestyle and I feel valued. I, I'm appreciated and wonderful about my position in the woman, breadwinner, mommy of the household. would love to hear your take on the video and the, back, the backlash I received. So I'm not super, you know, I, I briefly heard about this. Uh, basically, this this Nishaya Dira Aitora is for the wives of of people in Chinuch and learning world. And they made a beautiful event what they where do? well over 10,000 women, well over 10,000 women came and they were just, you know, honoring them, singing and giving them chizuk for the lifestyle that they lead okay. of sacrificing for Torah. They made a music video by Baruch Levine. And I think it got over 900 comments on Instagram. And I didn't see the comments. If you go to the post now, the video is still up, but the comments are all deleted, but it got 900 negative comments or 900 comments um, criticizing the fact that this is for women, but there's like the only women that are in the music video are the ones like in the kitchen cooking. And I think I, I honestly even watched the whole video. Now, this is a very, very sensitive topic. Um, I don't want to get into the Lush and Hara territory. Um, I think there's good people on both sides. And I, I hear, I, I, I can totally, I can totally hear why people feel the way they feel. My personal opinion is, um, it's never a good thing to take to Instagram to, to air your dirty grievances about anything. Mm -hmm. Like if you have like, why comment negatively on a post by Baruch Levine? I understand you cannot agree with something, but that's not going to accomplish anything, right? Like, let's be real. You're not going to, nobody ever impacted change by com commenting from an anonymous Instagram account on a post. Um, but that's something that someone sent in. They wanted us to talk about it. Uh, that's sort of my opinion. Well, I, I think uh, uh, not to not to go into a long dissertation on this. I think there's a conflict in Jewish life between tradition and stereotyping. Okay, so uh, these women could be playing, or they could um, want to have dreamed about their during their young life to run a traditional life like their parents did and their grandparents did, 
And the other flip side of that is people are stereotyping them. Only the women in the video are in the kitchen. Only a man was yeah. see. It was you know. So that's that's the conflict. That's what you have to reconcile. You know, uh, it uh, there's, there sh- should be a meeting place somewhere in the middle. You should be able to uh, be able to uh, not be um, uh, apologize for or be embarrassed about leading a traditional lifestyle and worry about that you're being stereotyped or, or denigrated in some way for doing that. 900 comments, though, is a lot of comments. A lot of people with nothing to do, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't, com- I didn't those, comment on it. <laughs> yeah, but those people would say, uh, oh, you know, we're, we're really upset. It's really disrespectful. But again, like my, my opinion is, and, I, and I, I think, again, I hear both sides. My opinion just is you don't you don't really accomplish anything by by p- posting negative comments on Instagram. If you want to actually impact change, you know, make a meeting with the people that you think can impact change. Like, go to the top. I don't know. If you really want like, to, if you really want to impact change, now you have to vote on November eighth. <laughs> November eighth. That's the that's the election day. That's the election day. Don't vote on. You could vote. It's today. funny. You could do early voting. You can vote today if you want in New York. Anyway, I think down here in Florida. It's Yesterday. Easy. Yesterday, we got a phone call. Um, Shauna got a phone call from someone doing polling, and they were asking about uh, Kathy Hockel and Lee Zeldin and who you're more likely to vote for. And it was probably a seven to ten minute conversation, uh, seven seven to ten minute survey asking questions. And for a second, I'm like, you know what? Let's let's take the Israeli route and just lie to them so we can mess with the polls. But yeah. then, like, um, I'm like, you know what? Let's just be honest. And we gave them we gave them the answers. We gave them the answers to the questions. That we're obviously voting for Kathy Hockle and for Joe Pinion. Um, I'm, I'm kidding with you. Yeah, Don't. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying who I'm voting, voting for. Voting, voting for Lee Zeldin and. Uh, and Whoa! Am I being? Is my vote? Are you? Are you taking control of my vote? No, I'm. My vote uh, is what? My vote is my right. I'm encouraging you to do whatever you want. You, you, I, if I know you, you're probably not going to end up not voting. <laughs> Wow. Um, wow. Next Wednesday you're going to say yesterday was election day? Well, I thought no I thought November 4th was election day. I don't know why. Uh-huh. So listen, th- worst comes to worst. I think, they, you go there I think they need 4th. to do a better job. You go to November 4th, which I think is uh Friday, and you just beat her over. I'll end up in some history class and I'll end up in some history class in public school if I go on November 4th. That's right. You'll be in the middle school wherever wherever the voting is. Yeah. Anyways, that's our show for today. We hope you enjoyed. As always, you can send us an email at thedailythread at meaningfulmoment.org. If there's any stories or any topics you want us to be talking about or you have general feedback, and you could always just email us. If you think that my father's opinion is wrong on, on anything, you could just email us at the, the, the daily thread at meaningfulmoment.org. And if you think that my opinion is wrong on anything, then please email us as well. Um, well, we'll, we'll take a tally. If you, if, and if, you th- if you're right, if you think we're right, you could also email Okay. And, yeah, that's uh, also nice. And you could you could share the emails with me. So I haven't seen any emails. I got a couple of comments here and there. A guy asked me for the Kanye West for the full episode. That is the full episode. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no problem. Nothing Have a bad. Nice day. We'll back on Monday. All right. Have a good job. See y'all.